listening to WHRW This program may contain language or material that may be considered offensive. The views expressed are those of the engineer and their guests and may not reflect the views of the management of WHRW or of other WHRW station members. Therefore, we advise you to carefully consider whether you or your children should listen. Medical and shelter and uh Despite religious background, doesn't well, doesn't matter what background you are, though they can still help you. Well said. Thank you. Well said. Now, now that we're fully aware of exactly what Catholic Charities Organization is, we're going to look to our Vice President of Multicultural Affairs. If you can explain what your role is on the SUNY University campus. Well, similar to the organization that our brother just spoke of. Um, my job is that of advocacy um, concerning all multicultural and uh, issues of discrimination on campus. Uh, it is based on the tenets of affirmative action as well as, um, as I stated before. Thank you, sir. Next, James. May I call you James? Yes, you may, Max. Thank you. And please refer to me as the voice of Binghamton. Jake. James. As a promoter in the community, can you please explain to me how you are having a, how would you consider, I don't want to say a positive effect in the community, but what exactly do you facilitate here in the southern tier? Well, I'm just trying to make a, a positive uh, view of the options that people in Binghamton have um, besides just uh, using drugs or alcohol to escape, more of the positive entertainment options that we have to amuse ourselves with. Now, I think we have a very fair understanding of where our political leanings are in this room. We have a very, very wide, very wide spectrum of people, of nationalities, of cultures, of ideas and concepts. But let us look towards some local issues right here. It has come to my attention, my attention, Maxie Gutman's attention, that in the Binghamton High School, our our local high school, my high school, is it your high school, Benita? No, I'm from Wichita, Kansas. Benita, do you have a son? Yes, he's in West Middle. He goes to our local schools, correct? Correct. Thank you, Benita. Do not undermine me again. <laughs> you do that once more and you're out of here. James. Yes. Were you fully involved in our local schools? Uh, I think that would be a fair assumption to say. Okay. You're right. I am fair. Sir. Yes. 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 That's all. Sir. Yes, Max. Thank you. Would you say that as a crossing guard you are able to witness most of the going-ons of our local community of school children, of exactly perhaps parental supervision guidance, everything that goes on outside of the school. And I'm sure you speak to some local teachers, perhaps local mothers, some children. You're a very talkative person. I believe on the bus today you were successfully able to strike up a conversation with a woman carrying packages. So surely... Surely, Jimmy, you have some knowledge of what goes on in our local schools. Yes, I do, Max. Thank you. 
Thank you. My friends, my friends of the Southern Tier in this room and, and abroad, I would like to point out a growing concern in our community, a concern that is plaguing, plaguing the very growth of the Southern Tier. In Binghamton High School, their sex education program is providing a means to, well, what they're doing is they're promoting abstinence in their schools, abstinence as a means of going into and discussing sex education. Now, I know when I was in school, all the way, all the way back in downstate New York, in Westchester County, the town of Hartsdale, our sex education discussed, and well, let me say something, it was, there were pictures. There were pictures, there were diagrams, there were videos. And those videos were somewhat explicit, something I perhaps would not see in an R-rated movie. However, when walking through Binghamton High School earlier this week and discussing with some local teachers and the sex, well, yes, I was discussing with some local teachers, local parents and students. We were talking about exactly what goes on in our sex education programs here. As a community, as a community as a whole, we are under attack by a burden of economic plague. There is, let's face it, we are a welfare state here in Binghamton, and we cannot, we cannot have any more stress on our local our families, our families, we're having an unsubstantiated rate of growth in the amount of, well, I'm not going to say abortions. No, because in Binghamton, Benita, Ms. Hill. Yes, sir. Now, I know you're a member of the Catholic Charities Organization. We know what they promote in terms of their pro-life ideals. But can you tell me, are most of your friends, families, and relatives, would you say that they promote pro-life ideals? Uh, yes, most of them. Most of them. Jimmy. Yes, Max. You are pro-life, correct? 100% pro-life. Okay. Now, would you say that most of your friends, families, and relatives here in the local community are pro-life? 100%, most of them, yeah. Yes. Do you attend church? Yes. Benita? Yes. I attend church. I didn't church. ask you a question yet. Oh, sorry. Do you attend church? Yes, I attend church, but not as much as I should. Wow. Always with the little comments at the end, huh, Benita? Stop smiling. <laughs> James, you are a younger man. You're the youngest one in this room, I believe. Would you say most of your friends, family, and relatives promote pro-life ideals? Actually, uh, Mr. Boyce of Binghamton, um, I don't feel that that's an accurate statement. What would you consider an accurate, accurate statement, James? Uh, um, I would say that most of my friends and peers um, would promote pro-choice and um, are more liberal with their views uh, as opposed to just straight-up pro-life. Oh, that's very good. That's very nice. Okay. Well, unfortunately, you were not attacking me. Unfortunately, you were not undermining anything I was coming up with right now. 
Thank you, though, for proving my point exactly, but we'll get to that in a second. Mr. Reed. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Reed. Yes. <laughs> you, you were quiet as soon as I looked at you, weren't you? Anyway, Mr. Reed, could you tell me, do you support pro-life ideals? That's an ideal. Uh, I think, could you please Are you pro-life, sir? I'm pro-choice. You're pro-choice. Yes. Would you say both to your friends, families, and relatives here in the local community, in the local community, not at home, right here in the southern tier, would you say most of them are pro-life or pro-choice? I would say pro-life to a degree. Pro-life to a degree. Are these among an older generation or a younger generation? I would say amongst the parent class. Parent class. Now, have you have any relationships with people who are pro-choice? Would you say most of the younger generation is pro-choice here? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, clearly we have a nice little generation gap. Nice little generation gap. My point is that Binghamton, once under a somewhat different ruling ideology, is now, unfortunately, in our local schools, imposing the same old ideals of yesteryear. Would you say it would be fair, Jimmy, yes, as you are a crossing guard, would you say it would be fair that our local schools should be promoting just abstinence as a means of sex education. Would you say that this would help, or would you say this would be more of a hindrance on the amount of births that people just don't want to happen? Max, I'm pro-sex education. Somebody gets an education, you know, the ins and outs, the right and wrong, and in the heart they know right and wrong, and when they see something like you see in health class, in black and white right there, you can make a decipher, make a decision. Yes. Very interesting. I w can I add something, sir? Maybe. If I'm contemplating this. I want to, you said something about economic problem in schools. Where's the lottery money going? I want to see it investigated. Are the relatives taking it? Are they putting it in their pocket? Is it getting channeled out? I see schools where there's poor people that don't have enough to eat. Where's that chocolate milk and white milk for the kids to drink or the orange juice or the bread and the food? Where's the lottery money going? Investigate it. Thank you. Where's the lottery money going? I believe I was in a store with you today in which you won a $4 ticket and you told me, Jimmy, you, you told me that you wanted to cash it in for to win for life because it was a possibility of winning $1,000 a week. I didn't want to eliminate the possibility of chance. But you said save it, now I got it, and I'm going to spend it wisely. You, you counsel me, thank you for your in input. If I may intercede. Uh, uh, crossing guard, Jimmy, um, how does that relate to pro-life or pro-choice? Hmm. It relates because the human beings are in schools. And why do they build schools so, and colleges so people can get a job? This country needs jobs, and if there's... Three million people working for the government, there should be six million working 20 hours a week instead of 40 
for three million. Callers, at this little conversation point, our number is 607-777-2137. Again, 607-777-2137. Continue. Well, he tried to answer the question. Okay. And hands were just shaking here. Now, my point was... I. I first I wanted to get the uh, political leanings right here, but the point was you said why <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of flashing, a lot of calls coming in. Well, you said where is the milk? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, unfortunately, if we have all these, um, if we are promoting abstinence in our schools as a means of sex education, which, uh, in my opinion, is not very fair to our children. I don't think it's fair to our children. I think that if uh, we don't want to have... Benita, do you know where I'm going with this? Are you talking about, like, uh, protection? Yes, I am talking about protection. But I'm, I'm actually trying to go one step deeper into this problem here. If, you, if we look at buses... If I ride the bus all the time. If we look at, well, the actual the children walking into the schools. Jimmy, how many children would you say go to the local schools that are a product, a product of, well, let's say if a, a product of, a, uh, of condomless sex? Max, I'd like to say something. Yes, That's question. where the milk's going. Yes, Continue. question. I'm going to answer it this way. I'd like to shut up and listen for the next, for the rest of the program, but I think these people should stay out of bars and not use drugs and go into an environment like the library and use the Bible and occupations and read about things and get interested in a career and make something of their life. I'd like to shut up and listen. Thank you. Well, you wouldn't be able to perhaps be here today because, unfortunately, a lot of welfare money money coming from the state that is supporting local organizations like Stepping Stone. Well, a lot of that money, well, let's, let yes, Mr. If Lee. I may be a grand interlocutor, um, they can always find Bibles in the hotels at which they take the opportunities to make these babies at. But that is uh, to an extreme. There's always a, uh, a Gideon Bible there. Um, but what I would say is that in getting back to the topic at hand, um, school is supposed to be um, a place at which we develop the skills of critical thinking. And when we say that, then we want to develop the ability of the youth to assess, right, to assess situations. And if we're teaching our youth in these schools um, how to effectively assess um issues concerning sex, then we will have children who are aware of the steps that are taken, you know, if a child is ever impregnated, if a child, you know, needs to speak to a counselor, needs to speak to their parent. I mean, we want... Why did you even bring up the Bible? We are in secular... Prayer. He was speaking a... about the Bible. Wow. I was. You see? I'm speaking about values, too. You learn values in school. Values you learn in school. And you use them all your whole life. Thank you, Crossing Guard Jimmy. Thank you, Mr. Reed. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 
My point being, people, the people of Broome County, the people of Southern Tier, a lot of the welfare money, money that could, well, we have failing schools, schools that need money, a lot of the money that could be going into our schools are unfortunately going into the pockets of mothers and families that, well, were not intending to perhaps have children, or perhaps if they were educated, perhaps, I don't know, I'm apathetic to this topic, I just want to bring it up. People, perhaps if our people, if, if our children, the children that cross the street every day, the children that you see, Mr. Reed, in this university that, now are, that are now adults that perhaps would not be here if they, well, if they got impregnated in high school. Would you say that's a fair assessment? A lot of these people would not be here today or would be here five, ten years later after a, a substantial amount of government funding. Yeah, statistically. Statistically, yes. Yes. So exactly what is going on in Binghamton in our, in our high schools? Why? Why is abstinence being taught as a means of sex education? That's not teaching critical thinking skills. You were discussing critical thinking skills. That's not critical thinking. Benita, is this critical thinking? What was, it, what was she talking about? Oh, God, Benita. Pay critical attention. thinking about what? Crit critical thinking about sex education. Oh. Mr. Reed made the contention that teaching sex education abstinence, abstinence as a means of sex, uh, sex education, is not teaching critical thinking skills. If I may be so bold into, well, tell our audience. Tell us, you have a child, Vanita. Yes, I do. Yes. Do you, you do? Uh, my son, um, uh, he's a wise boy and makes good choices. I think it's good for them to teach abstinence in school because that way um, it gives them a better choice and then they know that everybody's for it and they won't have to worry about, you know, they know there's peer pressure and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to teach absence and, and about um, protection and, you know, I think they're doing a good job on the uh, sexual education. I'm not sure what, you know, how it is now from when I was young, but I think they're doing a good job because I see a lot of kids making wise choices that I know, teenagers. Benita, do you want to go to Wichita, Kansas, back? Do you want to make a trip back? Yes. Do you have the money for that right now? Uh, next month. Next month. Would you like to go today? Uh, no. I well, this is not. This is not Oprah. I'm not going to give you a, a ticket at the end of the show. But I got a lot of things going on, so I'm not ready right now. Okay. Now, perhaps if you had gotten, let's say, if you had gotten more government funding, more, more. Do you uh, do you accept checks from the government? Uh, I think I have enough funding because there's a lot of people out there that don't eat, that need it and don't get it, so I'm not going to be greedy. That's the way I feel. You're frustrating me, Benita. Jimmy, I'm going to look to you. <laughs> Hello, Max. That's not how you address me. Max. Thank you. My point being, sir, my point being, in these schools... The schools that you watch the children cross the streets. Okay. Okay. Do you really think that teaching abstinence is an accurate form of such 
sex education. Even Planned Parenthood has criticized Binghamton. Has anyone in this room had a child that was unexpected, that has caused stress in their lives and has taken, well, government funding and let's even stretch it to the point where, well, it has caused a serious impact in their lives. Has anyone in this is someone's finger raised here? Because this is not television. I was going to say, when I was young, I'm 40, and uh, we, they didn't teach abstinence. They mostly taught protective sex and about the sex of the male and the female. So I think it's a good idea they teach abstinence because that's the way I tell my son it's best to leave it alone until you're older because a lot of people don't teach that, and that's why it's so much immorality, I think, in the kids. I think it's a good idea myself. Clearly, you speak of the days of yesteryear. James? Miss Max, is abstinence the only form of sexual education that they teach in the Binghamton High Schools? It is something that they are promoting currently. This is a new policy that is being raised. Okay, so it's throughout the department to promote that above everything else? Is that correct? Jimmy, it's not a department. I mean, sex education is not an entire department. It would be a part of... Well, probably, I'm guessing, physical education. Okay, so do they promote that in the health department as well? Do you, did you extend your research to that? Health is a subdivision, Jimmy. I'm, I meant the, uh, the nurse's well, let's, office. Let's get our facts right before we begin to criticize me. Mr. Reed. Well, um, again, looking at um, if it is to be the case that it is the sole promotion of abstinence, to me, I think we have to kind of pull back the lens and, 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 and see the flaws that could lie in just preaching abstinence. Because then we risk having our children put in a position of not being prepared for, you know, for the possibility of disease. You know, we want them to protect themselves because we have to be realistic. You know, our children are having sex. You know, children are having sex. Do they know what it is if they don't see pictures? Well, the a lot of people in this room are pro-life. That could be a real problem. Well, the the soft that could be a real problem. The so the soft pornography that they showed you in in in, in your schooling, as you spoke of earlier, um, it may not necessarily be to the extent at which they need to go um, in preparing these young folks for what can happen. But I think that, I mean, I'm not giving any more money to our school district to uh, our local economy any more taxpayer money to support these families that well families that not have been created if they had an accurate well what what was the phrasing you used mr reed critical thinking skills yes Cri yes we need to present both that creates critical thinking you know, when you're able to make a decision, when you're able to examine, well, is abstinence most effective or is protection most effective? You understand? An, an option. Yes. An option. Do they give options in Catholic charities? Of course. Of course. No comment. What do you think this is? Why are you here? You have to say something. <laughs> I did want to say something that was troubling my heart about current events. I want you to say it right now, sir. The most honorable President George Bush has his feet on the ground and he should have a patent going here like an elephant, trample the enemy and get the people back here. 
our soldiers. America's strong, but we want to be safe. Let's get the soldier back in our country, the buck back in our country. And a lot you know of, what I mean? Yes. That's the soldier and the dollar bill. The buck back in the country. Our soldiers and the dollar bill. Thank you. A lot of the soldiers are very poor people who are products of homes. Products of homes that have been, well, developed and perpetuated through a lack of sex education. That's where the buck stops. That's where the buck goes, apparently, in Binghamton now. That's where the buck stops, and that's where the buck goes, Jimmy. Okay, man. What do you say? Mr. Reed. Yes. Mr. Reed. <laughs> yes. You have something to say, so stop smirking at me. Oh, you have to say? oh uh, well, uh, I can't say what I called you on air, but um, <laughs> if... if if the buck stops here and the buck stops now, then maybe we should stop bucking each other and maybe just buck the trend of where the buck is headed. Or maybe we're just bucket-headed. That was very poetic, sir. Yes. You're a strong male black figure. Oh, thank right. you. Thank you. James, any last words from someone who actually, who, well, what do you do? You talk, you talk to kids and you promote shows? Yes. What do you have to say? Thanks for having me on the air, Max. And... Thank you. Thank you, James, and thank you, Broom. Benita. Yes. As a woman who has suffered multiple mental illnesses. Yes. I don't know why I had to bring that up right now. What do you have to say? How could you comment on this last issue? Uh, I agree with the comment you made that if people have more uh, uh, sexual uh, training or, or awareness, some, a lot of the pregnancies, like including mine, probably wouldn't happen. Perhaps Catholic charities would receive more government subsidies, right? Yes. Is the problem that we're not giving candy to the children? Jimmy over here said they're not getting enough chocolate milk. Because when I think about it, I mean, is we do not want to give the children comes. But yet we do not want to teach them to be protected in the case that they are abstinent then maybe we should at least give them something, you know? Because they could catch something, I mean, and we could prevent that if we gave them, you know, comments. That's a very, very base comment, thank you. What are they going to do with the, you know, people who promote absence are just going to hand out condoms, right? Sir, we are just about out of time. I, say, I would like to thank you, Jimmy, for coming on the show today. Thank you, Max. It was a pleasure. I would like to thank you, Mr. Reed, for coming on this show today. Thank you, Max. It gave me pleasure. We promote abstinence here. James. Pleasure. Goodbye, everybody. And thank you, James. And Benita didn't ask you to speak. Thank you, people. Thank you, Broome County. Good luck. And God bless us all. Broome County overall. This has been County Speak, and it's been a great year. Good night. Well, I pulled that show out.
program may have contained language or material that could have been considered offensive. The views expressed were those of the engineer and their guests and did not reflect the views of WHRW management or station members. We therefore advised you to consider carefully whether you or your children should have listened. Now think about this and were you right? Did you keep your children from listening?